0: Good morning or good evening or whatever it is for you guys. I am your host, Brody Fry, and today we're going to be discussing a topic that I kind of briefly brought up in the past. Uh, I said that we were going to dive a little deeper, but that topic is sleep. And what is that shit? So, stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's Brody Fry, and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So, how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. Alright guys, welcome back. It is Sunday morning and I just got a really good night's sleep. Uh, so I actually tried to record this episode last night, uh, did the opener and I, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. I was tired, didn't sleep good the night before and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to put the headset down and try again in the morning. So here we are, I'm feeling much better, had a nice hot cup of coffee, really nice, just a little bit of cream, a little bit of sugar. Used to drink it straight black for the longest time, but I don't know. Just wanted to start spicing life up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just it's easy to overdo it, though. So just a little bit here and there. Okay, that's enough rambling. So uh, let's get into this sleep thing. So why why do we do this? It's it's the weirdest thing. I, I always imagine something that I've always kind of like thought of is how and this is going to kind of contradict a lot of thought and a lot of things that I actually say on this podcast, but here it goes. I kind of always had this weird thought that we are so inefficient. I, I like to do a lot of like, I love working with my hands and just doing things on my own kind of thing. So so I like to use analogies, like kind of mechanical analogies. I like to think of a car. Like we fill up on fuel and and then you can drive. The car operates fine. Obviously there's there's maintenance and like with, with your body there's maintenance. But as far as the fueling goes, you're just filling up the fuel. You're just filling up the gas or the diesel and with your body You got food. Your food is the fuel, and then if you want to use, like, water as, like, the oil for your car just to kind of keep things lubricated, and you got to change the oil, or, like, you got to fill up on, or you got to, I guess you got to change the the water in your body, too, when you go to the bathroom, and then drinking, you got to have that replaced water keep things moving loose and lubricated it's easier to pull muscles when you're not drinking water or hydrated so kind of those two are like good analogies i guess but what is sleep like you don't need a your car doesn't just get tired and it's like ah yeah i gotta i gotta pull over and take a nap it's so interesting that we gotta have like our food our water and this sleep on top of that like I always just, like, thought, why are we so, like, inefficient? Especially not not only that, but, like, why for so long? Like, why do we have to sleep for so many hours, too, just to get through one day? Well, I have thought, like, maybe it's because we're, like, such large creatures that maybe we require more rest. But I have looked into that before, and uh, what's interesting about that is you have... Giraffes, I mean, they're they only sleep on average like four and a half hours in a 24 hour cycle, and same with elephants are sleeping like around two hours. So, like, that kind of shows you that size really doesn't play into that. I mean, those are massive animals and, and they're sleeping considerably less than we are. And then you got koala bears, which is kind of does play along with this being a little bit smaller than us but they're they're sleeping they're one of the sleepiest animals uh, that we know of who are sleeping anywhere from 18 to 22 hours a day which is is crazy and like I said with their smaller size that could play along with my first theory about is it the size but just like the giraffe and the elephant being so huge but sleeping so less you got another extreme with bullfrogs i mean they so what they do is they actually measure reactions and they don't their their kind of hypothesis on these studies are that they don't sleep at all because they still react and they another thing too about uh, frogs is they don't have eyelids like we do they can close their eyes just as like a protective kind of shield, but they don't blink. What they have is a, a clear eyelid lens that covers their eyes for when they're under the water just as like scratch protectant, but they still see through that. And they, they still react just the same like in a 24-hour cycle. So their hypothesis is that they don't sleep at all. And they, they're much smaller than us, obviously. So another thought that I had maybe would be, is it processing power? Is it your brain? Is it how much power that we're using that requires us to sleep and recharge that? But something to counter that is, you know, people have said how intelligent dolphins are and how similar they are to human beings. And dolphins and even sharks, they... Again, another hypothesis is that they are not sleeping because they are constantly moving. They're constantly they like they don't stop in a 24-hour cycle. So again, like being as intelligent as they are, and again like their size, they're bigger than us, and they're not sleeping. So why do we sleep? Why do we sleep? why do we sleep what somebody fucking tell me why we sleep answers give me answers i need them (laughs) just kidding obviously i had too much coffee this morning uh so just being honest i don't have answers on this this is all just thoughts and theories again just like every other episode so i would also really appreciate if somebody could reach out to me and, and uh Maybe we could do another episode about this a little more in-depth, on like a uh, non-bonus episode. That'd be really cool. So, yeah, definitely reach out to me if you have any more info on this topic. And again, this is a bonus episode, so I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet. But what we do know is that there are stages of sleep and different wave types that your brain is producing while in these different stages. sleep depths so we do know that our brain really never shuts off it's always doing something so like when we're awake it's producing beta waves and beta waves are anywhere from 14 to 30 hertz which is actually pretty interesting if you do want to go back and listen to episode three we talk about frequencies, too, so this kind of ties in here. But hertz is basically just a measurement of frequency. And when we are awake, yeah, we're, we're producing beta waves, 14 to 30 hertz. And then when you go to lay down, you're getting ready for bed, and you, you're in bed, and you start to get drowsy and relaxed. Your brain slowly transitions into what they call alpha waves, which is interesting to me because it's like the NATO phonetic alphabet runs the other way. So something that I need to kind of look into more why, why these things were named the way they were. But anyways, uh, drowsy and relaxed, you are in alpha waves and that is running you about 8 to 13 hertz. And that's when you're kind of idling and you're in a calm state, calm state of mind, like just before sleep. And you can, like, that's, like, good, clear thinking time. Like, this is when you're able to process things very well. Like, this is kind of that episode five, calming the mind. Uh, This is where you want to be for, like, a meditative state of mind. This is where it starts to get interesting. You fall asleep, and there are two major types or categories of of sleep or depths of sleep so it's kind of again for me it was confusing because it seems like it should be the other way but you have REM sleep and NREM sleep which it's rapid eye movement and non-rapid eye movement sleep so I imagined that your REM sleep would happen first, like your rapid eye movement sleep would happen first because you're not quite yet in a deep sleep and your your brain's active and kind of playing out thoughts still. But no, it's actually the other way around. You have your NREM, your non-rapid eye movement sleep first. So when you fall asleep, your next stage or your first, your first stage, because your non-REM sleep kind of gets broken up into multiple stages as well. And... Your first stage of NREM sleep, your brain goes into its next frequency, your theta waves, which your theta waves is 4 to 7 hertz. Now, I'm, I'm just bringing up all the episodes in the past, so go ahead and listen to all of them if you haven't. But the last episode, actually, episode 7, we did kind of briefly talk about young people younger children having minds that are more, you know, able to visualize or see things, uh, in that, I don't want to ruin that episode if you haven't listened to it yet, but we kind of discussed like being more in tune as a young child. And what's interesting is that could be because they are able to run this theta wave frequency easier because theta waves actually typically aren't seen much or it's it's not as common in adults so this kind of really slow wave theta state is not seen much in adults and it is associated with like that area between your consciousness and your unconsciousness your subconscious mind and that is is—it's a very tough thing to get into now I'm not going to get into consciousness on this episode I will in the future um consciousness and then your subconscious mind I believe are they're two totally different topics that we could go into for miles (laughs) so a little side note fun fact is uh people have been kind of chasing this theta state for years. I mean, great minds, businessmen, successful, you know, creators have tried to chase this uh, type of state of mind. And for example, uh, Thomas Edison is a big example of this where he actually would fall, he would, like prop himself up on his chair with a pen in his hand and keep a metal like dinner tray like right next to his chair and he would try to fall asleep and when he would doze off when he just got to that point of like kind of out of your body where you like lose your Muscle control, you get to that depth of sleep and the pen would fall out of his fingertips and land on that metal tray and wake him up immediately. And he swears by that. That brings him that immediate clarity, That those few moments after that happens, he's still in that state and you have these incredible, clear thoughts and ideas kind of brought to you from under the surface or your subconscious mind and that's just kind of an example a quick example of like chasing that that depth of thought so then you kind of go into a third stage of NREM sleep where you enter the delta wave which puts you at four four hertz and for adults, you just kind of skip over that theta state. You just kind of like fall past it into the delta wave where you're, that's your deepest point of sleep. And the reason why that theta wave is kind of so like important is because your brain and your subconscious mind is still active, but that's like that deep information that your conscious mind didn't quite like grasp or pick up but your subconscious is still holding on to and has answers to things that you can't bring to surface that's like those thoughts that you have that just kind of come to you where it was like where did that come from yeah that that's that subconscious mind and that's where that's kind of the wave state that they believe that's happening in is that theta wave state and that's why it's so highly desired um but yeah, adults commonly just kind of go past that quicker and, and hit the delta wave state. And that is kind of like the three stages of the NREM sleep. And before we get into the REM sleep, I want to kind of just go over my personal thoughts and opinions on these stages a little more than we did. I mean, I kind of went into the like theta waves, my thoughts on that. But uh, what I believe could be happening is in a, uh, again, a previous episode, we talked about like your mind and like your eyes picking up information throughout the day and just like having so much information being processed through your eyes and in all your senses, but uh, your eyes are just kind of easier to an easier example, but uh, your like peripheral vision You're seeing so much, but like your focus isn't on everything. You can't process all that information in the amount of time that you want things processed. So you got little key notes that you're focusing on. And I believe that everything that you are seeing or picking up on is still stored in your brain. And I think that when you kind of fall asleep and you get, you're getting drowsy and then you first fall asleep, I feel like you're kind of, so actually what, what I know for sure is that going through these deep cycles, you are, your brain's being like flushed out with a fluid that surrounds your spine, your upper portion of your spine and your brain and washes through and around blood vessels in your brain. And that fluid is called cerebrospinal fluid. And what I believe... So that, that is for sure. And my thoughts on that is that it actually is flushing out the bits of information that you didn't keep with you when you kind of went, went to sleep at the end of the day. It's like your brain's almost making room for, for more information the next day or you're just kind of like washing away all the crap that you don't need in your mind and we kind of talked about that with that uh, episode five as well just washing out the crap in your mind (laughs) and uh, that is what I kind of believe that fluid is for is just to kind of like flush things out clear it up a little bit stuff that you don't need but there I I do believe that there are key points that that subconscious mind of yours holds on to that you don't realize you still have. Have you ever had an experience where you, you can't remember anything like specifically, like if you're, if you were asked a question and, uh, this happened to me actually recently where I was asked a question and I was like, not that I can remember. No. And it's kind of like that feeling where like, no, you don't remember. And that's your conscious mind that you're shuffling through the file folders of and then say you have a friend that is like that you share a memory with and you don't remember that but then your friend is like oh what about that time that this happened and then you're just like oh wow that un- you can like feel that unlocking in your brain and you're like wow like i totally forgot about that that's opening up that so you're that's like your subconscious mind held on to that that information was still there but it wasn't up in the upper computer it was in that deeper file the deeper computer that it like you don't you can't have access to it's like you only have access to your conscious mind your upper computer and the only way to reach that lower deeper computer is through your upper computer like you don't have access straight through directly it's like you have to go through the chain (laughs) So, and that's kind of, like, where that meditation comes in or where, like, Thomas Edison, where sleeping with that pen and the pen falls and he's in his deep computer when he wakes up because he set these things in place to be able to, like, hack his way into there so, like, he can remember specific things like that. So just a few more personal thoughts on that. Uh, I do want to... I mean, I could keep going on this, but... uh definitely want to just kind of cover these main points for this bonus episode cuz we already are at over 20 minutes so now we're going to get into the rem sleep and this this is getting so interesting i okay this is like for sure i have to do more episodes on this maybe with somebody else cuz there is so much on this topic this is such a surface level topic so uh getting into rem sleep now you're kind of, what's interesting too is this isn't like stage, stage, stage REM sleep and then then you wake up. No, this your body is cycling. It's like oscillating through REM sleep and deep delta sleep where when you're in REM sleep, this is so like it's obviously called rapid eye movement, uh, which is interesting because that is the only part of your body that is moving your eyes are shuffling back and forth under your eyelids and this state now we're going to get into another potential future topic but this is the state where you begin to dream and i'm i'm just bringing up so many future topics but when you begin to dream and you're feeling like it like in the dream it feels real like you're you're seeing things you're hearing things you're smelling things you're moving but here's a question why isn't our bodies moving outside why are we why do we become paralyzed and i'm not talking about in your dream this is that's a different topic but your physical body why aren't you moving when you're moving in your dreams why is it just your eyes well that's because nerve pathways just paralyze your body when you're in this REM sleep to prevent injury so you're not moving around so now more topics that could be happening in the future is sometimes there are mistakes that happen in your body and I can give you two specific examples on that mental mistake number one your body when you enter REM sleep doesn't activate that nerve paralyzing function and what happens then is sleepwalking that's what happens when you're still asleep but your body's is moving around when you're in REM sleep your your body's controlled by your consciousness and that's like when you're awake and you can move your muscles and do things but When you're in REM sleep, your consciousness is supposed to shut down and rest. And then when you dream, your body's not supposed to be able to move around. But sometimes a mistake happens and then you start sleepwalking. Another topic we can get into in the future. But we're going to kind of just hit these points quickly. But mistake number two, your mind mistake number two is when you are in... REM sleep and then you do wake up but that paralyzing feature doesn't shut off and now you're awake and you can't move and this is sleep paralysis and there is so much here as well. That I would love to get into in the future, uh, not gonna on this episode. But this is this is actually really scary. Um, I got great examples of this. But yeah, again, I'm I, I'm struggling right now to not say things. But this will be a future topic. So let's just kind of get past this before I I spill something for a future topic. But those are the the two major mistakes that can happen in sleep and while you're kind of oscillating in and out of that like delta state and the REM sleep like when you're in your delta state state that's when you struggle to wake up like if somebody wakes you up from that delta state that's when it's like really hard or like difficult to wake up and like some, that's like the kind of sleep that people like have to shake you to wake you up. That, that means that you were in that deep Delta state. And then typically waking up naturally, you're in that REM sleep and that's where you wake up from or where you're a little more sensitive to noises and stuff at night when you're sleeping. And that's, that's typically when you wake up naturally. And in REM sleep, your heart's beating a little bit faster and you're breathing a little bit faster. And this is like faster compared to that Delta state. It's still like super slow. You're still asleep, but unless you're having an extreme dream, obviously, I mean, I'm sure we've all woken up in like a night terror is shaking or like waking up yelling (laughs) and, uh, yeah, we, we've all had those, like, waking up sweating kind of things, so those, those are different. Those are extremes in specific dreams, but, uh, yeah, typically that is where you wake up from, but it's still a slower heart rate than, like, natural being awake beta waves, and that is kind of all I want to get into in this episode. I'm I'm already coming up here in a half hour, so Um, really what I'm hoping for is that this opened up this topic, this episode kind of opened up the door for a bunch of these future topics that we kind of brushed over and hopefully kind of spiked some of your interests in these topics. So that way when they pop up in the future, you guys are excited about it. (laughs) So, um, I'll have guests on about these topics for sure. Yeah. Look forward to those future episodes more personal examples and experiences of these with other people and yeah, those, those will be fun ones. The full size Monday ones. This is still a bonus episode and we'll have a, we'll have some, some deeper uh, discussions on some of these topics on a full length episode. So yeah, look out, look out for those ones. And uh, again, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys listening. Please, like I said in the beginning, reach out to me if you have, any more information on this topic too i'm always open for learning new things and and criticism and uh advice uh so or other thoughts and theories and crazy ideas guys please let me know reach out to me at the Podcast at gmail.com or you can uh message me on instagram that is brody underscore fry underscore 63 So I'd really appreciate any new topic ideas or thoughts, theories, uh, personal experiences. Yeah, just reach out to me and uh, I would greatly appreciate it. And Maybe we can have you on the podcast. So just let me know and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.